Welcome to the Hunting University Podcast. We're coming to you live from the Rocky Mountain Home Hunter Studios. I'm John Schultz. I'm Gianni Hutton. I'm Leslie Reed. You almost screwed that up. Well done, John. I was hoping to catch you in a laugh. I know. I was, I was doing a good job it. of holding it back. Mm-hmm. You can let it out now if you want. No, I'm good. It's passed. Oh, and Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been a it's been a couple of months since we managed to get a podcast out. Um, mostly John's fault. I'll I'll throw that out there. I'll take that. It's hundred percent accurate. One, thank you for thank you for admitting. Uh, the holidays are just a crazy time. I think everybody um, everybody has felt a bit of that. And when was our last episode? Did we get a Halloween episode out? We did. We did. Okay, so we got a Halloween episode out. That means we only really missed December 1st and January 1st. So I don't feel as bad, especially if we get this one out before yeah. the end of January. I feel like we're catching up. But, really quick. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Is someone running water? You can hear that, huh? <laughs> Pretty sure Ashley is vacuuming somewhere else in the house. Um, you know, because she enough. uses her weekends to do things that are productive, and I use them to podcast. I made turkey soup yesterday. That was my productivity. <laughs> nice. This is productive in the way that... Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully... I mean, this makes us less hermity. It does make us less hermity. And honestly, I don't have very many friends. So to get together with you guys uh, definitely makes me much more social than I would be otherwise. Do you... Are, are you guys, like... I have had people, like, at work... There's, you know, a game to watch or some sort of function. They're like, hey, do you want to come out and watch a game with us? And I'm like, nah, I'm comfortable with the friends I already have. I'm not looking to <laughs> add additional. Is that is that terrible? No. No, no it is not, not terrible. That. That's like, about how it goes. Like, it's a lot of work. Like, it is a lot of work. Like, people are exhausting. Let me tell you, even though it, it started off as... Um, a handicap. Not being able to drive at night is a great way to get out of stuff. Nice. Nice. It is awesome. How are your eyes doing, by the way? Totally unrelated to the podcast. They they are still functioning. That's progress. Uh, progress. Benefit. Yeah, we, that's yeah, further I than I thought they would get, so well done. Huh? I'm not blind yet. And even if that happens, if I go blind, seriously, even better way to get out of stuff. True. I'm not even mad. That, that is true. That is true. <laughs> And you know what? I can, uh, I our haunt will be fully ADA compliant, so you can still come out and work it, even if you are blind. I think I would just take the cane and just spin around trying to hit people. I, I will not object you, to I'm, that. I'm putting you in the back. <laughs> you usually put me in the back. <laughs> That's where you do well. What can I say? You're going to have to mark all those switches and whatnot with braille so I can figure it out. You know what? Though, if you go blind, I think we should put you in charge of makeup. Uh, I mean, it. I mean, isn't it going to look bad if like I do everything on your shoulder or something and miss your face completely? Or I don't see that as a problem. On the type of haunt we're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, mm-hmm. if, uh, I can see some great potential here for like a freak show type theme. <laughs> mm, Picasso. Picasso, totally. I don't know how scary that would be, but. Blinkin, fix your boobs. You look like a bleeding Picasso. <laughs> awesome. I, I, that scene is not factually correct. I'm just it's amazing, though. It's perfection. <laughs> the whole movie is perfection. Factually correct on men in tights. 
Which men in tights is actually factually correct because men wore tights before women did. This is true. That's that's a fair point. Uh, anyway, so it's I a new. Go ahead. I I was just thinking. It, should anyone really wear tights, men or women aside? Should anyone wear tights? I think um, so. Personally, I am generally opposed to them. I'm kind of opposed to tights, just in general. Well, I've been opposed to tights for years. It's unanimous then. Fantastic. No tights. <laughs> Leslie, make a note, and uh, we shall make it Sanguine Creek Estates policy. There shall be no tights. No tights. We'll, we'll put it on Twitter so it's in writing, so that goes... I think that means the entire internet has to abide by it, right? Yeah, that's how I read it. <laughs> <laughs> There's dumber things on the internet than that, sir. So if anyone who is listening, uh, that is our new policy, no tights. So no tights while listening to our podcast, please. While listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you meant like us... In the in the cast and production team, and we can deny people who try to enter if they're wearing tights. I'm okay with that policy as well. If you know tights, mm. we are not allowing tights inside the hunt. <laughs> it's a safety I don't, hazard. I don't think we should be at this point. I don't think we should discriminating against anyone <laughs> listening, even if they're wearing tights. I think we should take it. No, no, that's a fair point. <laughs> we need as many people as possible to come through. So. Uh, no tights are allowed inside the haunt. However, if you're wearing tights, we will let you walk through. I was going to say, just for fun, send us a picture of what you're wearing during a podcast. Let's not do that. Let's, let's not, not do, do that. that. Let's not, let's do, not that. do that. Uh, and in the same way, I will not send a picture of what I am wearing while doing the podcast. Nobody needs to see this. I'm not going to ask. Smart choice. Smart choice. So it's a brand new year, and we are super excited because we, man, like every podcast, I say we are super excited, but let's be honest, I am just very, very excited about Halloween. You're super excited is like me saying absolutely 40 times per episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now everyone has stopped listening. Now that they've stopped listening, we can get on in to uh, actually talk about the things we wanted to talk about. Since it's a new year and we are uh, on track, quote-unquote, on track, to uh, opening our hunt this year, we need to figure out how we're going to do that. Or at least figure out how we're going to figure out whether or not we are on track. So what I want to talk about today is our plan for the year and some ways to help not only us but our listeners and anyone who cares to take our advice to do their own project planning uh, in getting ready for their Halloween and their haunts. Yeah! Huzzah! Thank you, thank you for that. I'll have to throw in a, a cheer drop or something like that. <laughs> Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Happy! 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 So today is January twelfth. That is when we are. <clears throat> that is when we are recording. That means we are exactly 293 days away from Halloween. Hey. It's under 300. It's under 300. We're running out of time. Holy shit, it's time to get to work. Hi, Sky. I was just going to say. Damn it, you could... Well, <laughs> Ashley's vacuuming, so naturally Sky is parking. Kira does the same thing. Must protect everybody from the vacuum monster. Yep, yep. I believe it's pronounced vacuum. So, our plan for this year... One of my favorite project planning tools is called a Gantt chart. The Gantt chart uh, was, it's named after some dude named Gantt. He's the one who invented it. If you really want to get into the history of it, go to Google. I'm not interested. 
But the Gantt chart is a very powerful tool for helping show um, tasks over a time period and the resources that are needed to complete those tasks within that time period. It's an awesome, awesome tool, and it's what I intend to use this year to help us um, determine whether or not we're on track to meeting our opening night goals. So what we're going to do today is start building out our Gantt charts uh, following the Haunting You method. And then we'll post the Argan chart online so that everybody else can see and see if there's any kind of value uh, that would be added to your haunts and if you want to take the time to do something like that as well. I think it's a very powerful tool, uh, but I'm certainly not forcing it on you. And if you're not interested, feel free to stop the podcast uh, after you've downloaded it. Noted after you've downloaded it. You can and stop the podcast here and, and then uh, move on to the next episode that will come out sometime in February. I was like, wait, are you telling them to stop listening? Hang on. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say stop listening. I said stop listening to this episode uh, and listen to the next one instead. You're also showing a significant amount of disrespect. I know you're using the tool, but you're showing a significant amount of disrespect for Emmanuel Gant. I why you're doing that. I'm okay with that. He, I, while I appreciate his efforts in life, I don't really care about him in death. Full disclosure, I made that name up. I don't know what he's <laughs> Which just does, goes to show, just because someone sounds like an expert and is telling you things, you are still going to be better off to double-check. And this is where, again, Google is your friend. For the record, Henry Gant died in 1919. I, oh, I was going to say, are, are you making that up the way I just did? <laughs> no, I, I Googled it, unlike you. My phone's all the way over there. <laughs> it's at least four inches from me. So, Les, what were you going to say? We've talked about this Gantt chart. How does one create one? What does? How, where do I get one? Where do I create one? How do I create one? How do they work? Yes. Good questions. All fantastic questions, and we're going to get into it. So uh, the program that I'm using is called Gantt Project. Gantt is spelled G-A-N-T-T. Gantt Project is the name of the program. It is a Spell free... Gantt. I did. G-A-N-T-T. Oh, okay. <laughs> I missed that, apparently. Wow. Apparently. Did you really? Because I did not hear that. Wait, neither of you heard me spell it? Are I thought you were talking about something else. Fair enough. Like a website. I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't... That didn't... Yeah, well, I didn't let, me, let me start over then. The program I'm using is called Gantt Project. Gantt is spelled G-A-N-T-T. That's Gantt Project. And it is a piece of free software... Uh, that allows you to to build this out. So there's all kinds of other versions available if you want to pursue them. There are a ton um, that you can do online. I would say, uh, I was doing just a bit of research this morning, I would avoid Aganty, A-G-A-N-T-T-Y. I tried downloading it just to see how well it works compared to Gantt Project, and uh, it only downloaded in German. And I couldn't figure out how to change the language from German to English because I don't speak German. So you had to learn German. I was trying to learn German. It was taking too long, and I just said, F it. So, a Ganty, uh, I recommend against, just because it's, unless you speak German, then have at it. But Gantt Project is completely free. It interfaces with Microsoft Project, which is another, which is probably the other most common Gantt Project piece of software that I've ever used. I use Microsoft Project at work. I use Gantt Project at home, and they work very well together uh, without too much trouble. Just a side note. Microsoft Project is a great program. Uh, it's also very, very, very expensive to purchase yes. even if you have an Office subscription. Yes, and that's why I use Gantt Project at home instead of 
Microsoft project because I'm cheap and I just don't have the funding say, in our lot to pay for Microsoft project. If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know we like to do things on the cheap. Fact. And you don't even need to steal it, which makes it that much better. Sorry, John. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. It's okay. We'll find something. So as so when we build it out, um, I want to build out each of the distinct phases uh, that we're going to be doing. So, Leslie, what are the three main phases of the Haunting You method? Well, we could start. The first one is the planning phase. The planning phase. Fantastic. So what I'm going to do is create a new task and call it the planning phase. How fancy. We will begin the planning phase basically today, well, tomorrow, January 13th, and we don't know when we're going to end it yet, so we'll just leave it at that. So planning phase. What is the next phase, John? Why are you calling on me all of a sudden? Well, I thought you had your, I thought you had your notes. Yeah, I thought you had your notes in it's front production. of you since Leslie did not. The production phase. And what? Do, and during the production phase, what do we accomplish? Well, you, a few things. Production phase pretty much consists of the physical building creation of the haunt. Exactly. So layout, construction, lighting, audio. Um, what do we need to have physically in creation for when people show up? Yeah. On uh, when we open. Yeah, I like to break it down. Planning phase is when we're doing everything on paper. Production phase is when we're actually taking the paper and building something. And then what is the third phase, Les? Since I've been picking on John apparently way too much. Presentation. Presentation phase, and that is when we are actually the haunt is uh, up and running and people are coming through and all of that. In our case, presentation phase is going to be very very short. We're shooting for just two days. Because Halloween is on a Saturday this year, we're oh, nice. planning to be open the 30th and 31st. I like that calling on me for more than one question is picking on me. It's also factually correct. Oh, I know it. Okay, so under the planning phase, what is our first task? Leslie. Goals. What are our goals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is our goals? I, I think we have already established our goals uh, pretty thoroughly. What are goals Thank you. Oh. What was that? Oh, I was I'm correcting your grammar. You said what is our goals? And goals is plural, so, so therefore... It's the, like nails on a chalkboard. What is the yeah. goal that we Don't. intend to accomplish this year? Better? Are you calling this grammar Nazis in your head? Maybe. That's what I thought. Mm. Sorry, I ignored your question because I was... That's okay. Was, what? That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think we've talked about our goals pretty thoroughly. John, you want to just give us a quick summary? Of the goals? Yes. To make a hunt. Well, our goals with Sanguine Creek Estates. To our... scare the crap out of our patrons. Exactly. That is our goal. In, in nothing more shot. specific. No, no. no nothing, nothing more specific than that. I'm going to go poke my cat for a moment. Noted. You poke your cat, and we'll move on to the next task. Les, what is the next task? Identifying our audience. We have identified our audience. We're basically targeting not... Well, we're going to be targeting our scares to the 18- to 24-year-old white male because they are the people in the world with the least amount to frighten them. <laughs> but given that this is a home haunt, we're also going to have the ability to tone that down to trick-or-treaters. Yes. Uh, we uh, we anticipate having a lot more trick-or-treaters than we do uh, 18- to 24-year-old males, and so uh, we will be tailoring <laughs> the haunt a bit to that, and then building 10 years from now when we 
uh, bring this to a professional haunt as opposed to a home haunt will uh, tailor it less. That, that's that's the other piece of it. As we talk about our goals, our audience um, for Sanguine Creek is we're really operating with a two-tier set for both our goals and our audience. Because we're starting this as a home haunt with the intention to turn this professional in the future, we're essentially starting small and building up. So our goals for this year are going to be smaller than, say, the long-term goals of the future of Sanguine Creek. Exactly. Um, our audience is definitely going to be geared slightly more towards trick-or-treaters. Um, you know, definitely some, definitely on the older side of trick-or-treaters as well. Um, but again, the ultimate goal is to 18 to 24 white males. So with that in mind, I think as we move forward, we should probably consider some form of shorthand to identify whether we're talking about our short-term within the year goals versus our long-term professional goals. That, that's a fair point, Les, and um, yeah. I would like to say for now, let's just go ahead and um, focus on the year. That is that is really our purpose today. Uh, so we're only talking goals that end November 1st. Well, but they, these are, for, for our timeline, for our definition, for our project, these are our short-term goals. Yes, yes, that's... The, that's a good way of, uh, of clarifying. I mean, when, when you're doing any large project type, whether you identify your short-term goals as the goals for this week or short-term goals as the goals for this year, still short-term goals if that's how you're using them. Yep. Okay, so uh, identify your audience. We have goals, we have identify our audience, and the next step. Come up with a theme. Identify... The theme. So, John, what's our theme this year? Our theme this year is we're focusing on the haunted asylum portion of the overall Sanguine Creek Estate storyline. Yeah, so the overall Sanguine Creek Estate storyline is um, the guests are bringing their loved ones to an asylum because they need to, leaving it mm-hmm. to that. And so they're visiting it uh, to find out more about it, and it just so happens that they are at the asylum when Patient Zero is created, and so it transitions from a asylum haunt to a zombie-themed haunt <laughs> all in one. But for this year, we're just focused on the asylum part. We're going to build out the asylum part so that next year we can build out the zombie part, and then year three, start putting it all together. Okay, next step. Backstory. Backstory. This is an area where we... Uh, definitely have some work to do this year. Yes. The theme and the backstory are important. They dictate pretty much how we're going to, everything else we're, we're going to do off of those two. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. After backstory, what do we have? Budget. Blech. My least favorite. My professional job. <laughs> it's got to be somebody's. Pays the bills. Okay. After budget. Marketing. Marketing. Definitely have lots of marketing work to do this year. This is true. That's John's job. Yay. Ha, good. I don't like marketing. I don't like sales. Okay. Next. Somebody has to do it. Not me. Not me is not, does not sound like a task. Wait, I'm writing <laughs> that. So after marketing is not Leslie? Not yes. Leslie, check. Layout. Layout. Well, we have the start of a layout so far. We developed it last year. Now that we are in our the actual location where we'll be doing the haunt, the layout just needs to be 
worked out in detail and finalized. Okay. We'll get there. After layout... We move on to the building phase. Fantastic. So that is everything in the planning phase. Goals, identifying the audience, identifying the theme, creating the backstory. I should probably make these tasks, not just words. Create backstory, identify budget, market the haunt, design layout. Sky might disagree with you. She often does. All right, into the production phase. What do we have as our first task? Layout, which is essentially taking a layout <laughs> from a paper plan to a physical reality. So, yeah, in the planning phase, we are designing the layout. In the production phase, we are laying out the layout. Which is also where you figure out, you know, as we've discussed in episode something. I don't remember which episode we discussed this in. But eight. you start eight. I don't actually know that. I don't think it's eight. <laughs> um, anywho, once you actually start building and trying to turn your on-paper layout design into something real, you start to find where you have issues and where things aren't working. So yeah. layout does show up in both phases because once you actually start building, you will end up making changes to your layout. That's just inevitable. I don't. You may be the best designer on the planet, but as soon as you actually start building it, you're going to have to make changes. I hope the best designer on the planet isn't listening to our show. I hope he is listening to our show and giving us feedback so that we can do better. Agreed. Just makes me a little nervous. I don't uh, know if he needs that title. That's all right. So mm. we will lay out the layout in the production phase. What else? After that, you hit construction, which for the safety of the cast, I will not be involved in. Indeed. Indeed. So um, and construct. So I'm just going to call it construct the haunt, and we will work out different pieces that need to go uh, inside of that. Is that where you put, like, a picture of me and then, like, the X through it? Do not allow to touch tools. Do not let John touch tools, yes. Okay, after... (laughs) No. After constructing the haunt, what other task do we have? Lighting. Light the haunt. (laughs) Okay, what's next? Build sounds. One of my favorites. Um, (laughs) How do I want to phrase this? I want to... Sound the haunt. Create sound tracks. Soundscape. Yeah, soundscape. Thank you. That was the that was the word I was looking for. Create soundscape. As long as we're just making up words. Good. And then what? I believe we have built characters listed. I'm assuming now is that like backstory for each character? Backstory, or, character design, um, well, costume, makeup. Let me let me back. Let's clarify this a little bit. We have mm. some character design uh, underneath the backstory. Mm-hmm. So within backstory, we could get into this later, but I'm going to get into it now since we talked about it. And well, and just <laughs> one side related sidebar. This is where Gantt charts are incredibly useful because just because you have Part one, you can have stage two, zone three, product four. Gantt charts are incredibly useful because you can break out all of your tasks as far down into the granular as you, as a project manager, feel is necessary. Now, obviously, you hit a point where you might be overdoing it, but if you are trying to manage a very, very large haunt, if you are somebody who tries to be very organized... 
and runs the risk of forgetting things if you don't put them down and give yourself a deadline, Gantt charts can be incredibly useful. And on that note, when you're managing multiple teams or multiple people who are doing different parts of it, uh, having the Gantt charts helps you keep track of what everybody else is doing as well. And you have clear deadlines and check-in points that you can put into these Gantt charts so you know as the manager whether or not you need to go be checking in and being and asking makeup do you actually have a tutorial for this ready to go because our makeup artists are coming in in two weeks and we need to have something to show them as to how to create these characters you know where you stand your team can know where they stand and a well-managed gantt chart is extremely effective for project management exactly exactly so uh, designing characters is part of the backstory, and then actually uh, building costumes, I think, is the part that goes into the production phase. Yes. Okay, next. I believe that's the end of that phase. Is that the end of that phase? That is technically the end of the building phase. Okay, so then we are into Fancy. the presentation phase. Kay's favorite phase. My favorite phase. Presentation phase, uh, what do we have in the presentation phase? This is... Well, it's costume, makeup, props, and final touches are the four subcategories that we have listed. Uh, now, again, we've already touched on some of these in the other phases, so this is essentially polishing everything up and making sure that it's all ready for assembly line production, and um, this, is, this phase is also, we've kind of shorthanded it as dress the set. So once you've yeah. built everything, once you have everything ready to go you have to dress the set. You have to put everything in its place, make sure it's where you want it, make sure that you know all the lighting that you've designed is actually highlighting, all the props that you have, that the lighting is working with the makeup. This is taking all of the independent pieces that everybody has worked on and bringing them together. And you actually don't want this phase to happen two to three days before your haunt opens. You actually want it to happen one to two weeks before your haunt is going to open, so that way you have time as a team to work out all of the kinks and issues and makeup did, makeup and costuming put the, this character in this, the lighting is not working at all, they look purple, not green. Um, mm -hmm. How do we adjust? Do we adjust the lighting? Is there a way that makeup can adjust the skin tone to take it from something that's just weird and strange to something that's actually spooky and scary? It is, especially well said. with equipment. Well said. Okay, remember that time the fog machine went out about an hour before we started? Yeah, yeah, I do. That was a good time. Thank you, Party City, for having fog machines ready to go at a moment's notice. <laughs> Always remember Murphy. Always remember <laughs> Uh, Murphy so is a gremlin. <laughs> Murphy will get into everything. Always make time for Murphy. I'm glad you clarified. I thought you were talking about Murphy's Law. She is. No. No. I, no. Yes. There is no other Murphy. Smurfy down. So it's last costume, makeup, what were the other tasks under presentation phase? Props. Props. Both in terms of props that your actors will be using and props that simply live in the set. Okay, and then... Final touches. I'm going to change that to dressing the set because I like that. 
Okay. <laughs> Copyrighted. By every theater ever. <laughs> uh, dressing the set, and then what? That's it. No, it's not. It, it's pretty much it. Nope. That then is the last after thing the haunt, you notes. have teardown. Well, that is not listed on the notes. That's fair. <laughs> after everything's done, you've got to tear it back down. Okay, so I want to flush out the planning phase a little more in depth now. We've already taken care of goals, identify the audience, identify the theme. I'm not worried about those. But what tasks need to be done uh, underneath Create Backstory? So at this point, we're creating the backstory. We need to finish kind of writing the Doctor's backstory and the Porcelain Doll's backstory. I think those were the two characters that we wanted to have mostly fleshed out for this year. Okay, and this is part of design characters, so I'm going to put it as a sub-bullet of that. And then write uh, dolls. Which is a creepy sentence in and of itself. Indeed. indeed. Yeah, well, she's a creepy character. <laughs> okay, so the Doctor's backstory and the Porcelain Doll's backstory. Okay. Uh, are there any other characters that we're trying to have fleshed out for this year? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. About it. Um, what about their costumes and their looks? They should have some. So we need to do that as well. Uh, yes. Design, doctor's costume. Yeah. Design, so doctor's costume, porcelain doll. It's essentially, needs need to have discussion whether we want her in straight jacket, mm-hmm. modified straight jacket, or... No, I want her free. Okay. Well, my straight jacket. You can have her in a straight jacket and have it not buckled up. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. Kind of been ripped off or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the doctor's backstory, the doctor's costume, the porcelain doll's backstory, porcelain doll's costume. Uh, do you want to put? Do you have makeup design work that needs to be done here as well? Or I gotta finish the porcelain doll. Yep. So she definitely has has some makeup. She's she's got some significant makeup. The doctor's not really gonna have any makeup. We might do, like, a cut on his forehead or something where, like, he got bonked on the head. Sure, sure. But nothing too... Nothing too major as of right now. Okay. Okay. Doctor, so we, underneath Create Backstory, we have Designing Our Characters. And under that, we have Write the Doctor's Backstory, Design the Doctor's Costume, Write the Porcelain Doll's Backstory, write, Design the Porcelain Doll's Costume, Design the Porcelain Doll's Makeup. Yes. That's all we're doing with characters. Okay, so under the backstory, uh, we've got our characters. Uh, what else needs to be done there, Les? We still need to we need to write the haunts. Sanguine Creekish dates backstory, and a lot of that True. is going to come from the Doctor's backstory, but it is well, a separate deliverable. It is a separate mm-hmm. deliverable because what the Doctor does with the estate is what's giving us the haunt, but I think we discussed this, I don't remember if it was on podcast or not, where I had the idea that of building a whole history for the estate outside of the Doctor, so that way, as we build this, we can play around with time. Yes. And when we do things, and essentially we can go backwards and forwards in time to create additional haunts utilizing the same I think we talked about marketing um, right to that way we can expand on on our ability to do things we're not pigeonholed into Sangam Creek Estates our combo asylum zombie apocalypse 
So working on the actual backstory of the estate. And then we can utilize that to play around with a whole bunch of other stuff in the future, and it's just available to us. Agreed. Right. Agreed. I think that's a, that's important. When you look at like something like like Arkham, for example, I mean, that's it's a character in and of itself. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah, and we kind of want to create that as well. That being right. said, I don't think we need to flush out 200 years of history for the estate for this year. Please? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put together notes, maybe, but what I'm really looking for is just enough for use in marketing. Yeah, and that should be... To set up the backstory, set up the theme. Um, I've got to rerun through all of my main notes that I've already started, um, but I think I should actually have enough ready to go to start kind of putting that, putting that together awesome. into... Awesome. Um, and the same thing with the with the doctor and the and the porcelain doll is I already have their outline in place. I just have to get it on paper. Cool. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Any other tasks we need to complete with the backstory? Not I that I can it. think of right now. I think we've got a pretty solid starting point. Okay. Let's As talk. with everything, we'll figure we'll figure more out later. Exactly, and and that's the great thing about doing a Gantt chart on a computer because I can continue flushing it out all year. As well, we identify, in As we identify can... other things that need to be uh, that need to be completed, and we can take out things as they get finished. Well, mark them finished and, and for, take them out. For, for those of you who are listening and sitting here going, I have no idea what the heck a Gantt chart even looks like. I don't have a computer or a phone available to me immediately. Uh, <laughs> I was going to bring that up. We will be posting uh, snapshots of our Gantt chart on our Facebook and Twitter page. And those are located where, gentlemen? Wow, what a beautiful segue, Leslie. That was that was Well brilliant. done. That was, that was quality. I'm getting practice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can You're find, to become as uh, shameless as we are. I know. Oh. I love it. I love it. Uh, you can find our Facebook Sorry. page at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with just the letter U. And John, what about Twitter? Uh, Twitter you can find at haunting Univer one which is haunting U-N-I-V-E-R, and then the number one. And where would you go if you wanted to hear all of our uh, podcasts, John? <laughs> You can go to a few places. The the principal among them, you can find it on iTunes, and you can find it on Podbean. Uh, there's you can go get all the episodes if you want to binge listen. You're also able to subscribe, so you know don't don't have anything to worry about every time we release a podcast. Every time we do, if you subscribe, it'll just be automatically added to your queue. Yep, and uh, I did some playing around on Google the other day just because I was curious, and you can find our podcast pretty much on every uh, podcast provider. So if you don't like iTunes, if you Excellent. don't like Podbean, if you have something that you like, you can find us there as well, probably. And if you're just feeling lazy, I, I've tried this out. If you're just feeling lazy, you don't want to do anything specific, just go to Google and type in Haunting You Podcast. It'll yes. get you to where you yes. need to go. Uh, on that note, we have two new pages uh, that we're still working on flushing out, but I at least want to start bringing to people's attention. The first is our uh, the podcast website. That's hauntingyou.com. I will admit there is not a lot there, although you can find all of our podcast episodes there. Um, but we are that's where we're going to be posting articles like how-tos on how we built certain props. Uh, I'm working on one right now for the gates that I built last year. Um, it's where uh, you can go to check out our Hunter's Ghoul Box. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on top of all of our episodes. 
and then the other page i want to bring to your attention we just got the sanguine creek estates facebook page up and running uh, there is not very much content there but if you want to follow the build process over the course of the year uh, i highly recommend you check that out facebook.com slash sce sanguine creek estates sce haunt uh will take you there fancy I'm planning on getting, as we get closer to the hunt, I'm planning on getting the Instagram page going up a little bit more. That's that's reasonable. Nobody really cares about Instagram. I think the younger generation I think does. lots of people care about Instagram. We need Instagram, but I don't want I was, to. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's it. Well, we have Instagram's going to end up on me for a fair bit of it, just since it's makeup-related. I mean, it doesn't have if you to want be to anything we're building can go on Instagram. Well, yes, but in terms of gaining followers and popularity and tags and everything else, makeup is going to be one of our most successful draws. She is probably correct. Indeed, indeed. But thank you for mentioning that, John. Uh, that's the first bullet that I've put under our Market the Haunt task. Instagram? Yeah, build an Instagram page. We have one, actually. If you want, you can go on there and follow us right now. Well, it is, is up it? and running. Well, where yeah. is it? Uh, you can go in and search for Haunting University. Haunting and then the entire word University. Well, I really meant a Sango Creek Estates Instagram page. Well, how dare you? Indeed. Indeed. There is currently one picture on the Haunting University page. Progress. <laughs> Progress. I like it. <laughs> I can I can create another one for that. Well, let's well since we're talking about it, uh, what other tasks do we have for marketing the haunt, John? We need well, to build the Instagram page. We need to build the Facebook page. Well, you said we built the Facebook page, right? Well, it's well, built, we need to put stuff on it. To, exactly. Ah, we have okay. the container. So, we need to put stuff in it. Precisely. Probably means precisely. we need a. If we have a Facebook page for it, we probably need a corresponding Twitter page for it. Indeed. And so we need to build a Twitter page. Create some hashtags specifically set up for it, but we can do that a while down the road. S- hashtag SCE Haunt. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so we can. I can build those up. So we're going to need signage. We need to design signage. And actually, that's that's one question I wanted to ask. And since we've discussed this on episode five earlier, and that is accurate, I think, for the marketing. So, are we planning? Since again, it's essentially another home honor. Are we kind of planning on a on a similar thing that we did for Arkham, where make up flyers, um, distribute them in public places, um, use a lot of Twitter, use a lot of Facebook, um, the sandwich boards. Is that kind of the spot? What we're thinking? Yeah, actually, that's pretty much exactly what I'm thinking. I, th- I mean, it's effective. So, so I mean, I think part of it thinking. is also. I think we should have, to some degree, kind of a two-stage or, or a two-avenue marketing plan. Um, one of which is come to our haunt in October, mm-hmm. and the other one is welcome to Sanguine Creek Estates. So yeah. one is the immediate we're having a haunt in October, you should come. Yep. The other one is to get people interested in the overall haunt and business of right. estates. Yeah, I'm good with that. So. Uh, so I guess we're on to designing the layout then. Let me see. Yeah, pretty much. So um, design the layout. Design the layout is basically done. We really need to now take it out and lay out the layout and uh, refine it from there. 
Right. And I think one of the things I know we've talked about this before, but especially I think one thing that helped us in the past was literally just planning it out on if on the driveway, on the lawn, whatever you're doing it, just taking the that rope, those little pieces of string that we did. Yep. Yep. And That's just it. literally just plan it out, set it up, and then walk through it. Because you're gonna find you're gonna find issues when you set it up that you can then fine tune. And it's a lot better to do that then than it is after building it out and figuring out that, crap, I just did a ton of work for no reason because this isn't going to work. Exactly. And on top of that, uh, because I designed this before we had taken possession of the house, my measurements mm-hmm. are super sketchy. Mm-hmm. See, also a good point. Yeah, so I'm going to have to refine it now that I can go out and actually measure things. Right. But, yeah, I think that's a good first step is once you have your, your layout on paper or on the computer. Set up, like, a, a scale model with the ropes for pathways and everything else. Do the measurements then because you're going to want to see what – you're going to have to make adjustments both on, I'm sure, measurements. Because things aren't always going to fit like you think they will on the computer, but also in the actual just design of the hunt, flow points, um, just actual – Spots where you're gonna, <coughs> excuse me, actual spots where you're just gonna be able to see if people can do the things you want them to do. Exactly, so. exactly. Uh, mm. So looking real quick. Yes. So I'm looking at our haunt layout. Uh, we have the porcelain doll room. We have. What does that say? Porcelain doll. We're, we're, we're dedicating a lot of resources to this porcelain doll thing. I know, and she's gonna be kick ass. Uh, then we've got the Utica crib, <laughs> so we're going to need an actor in the Utica crib, and we need a costume for him. Sure. And then we've got a drop panel. We're going to need a costume for the drop panel actor. That one is not overly critical. It's though, not overly sure critical, but I'm trying to get all the tasks in. So no, 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 you're right, you're right. Design, well, this is also one thing that we don't panel. have in here is we need to know how many actors we need and right. then also, in addition to that, if we can only get half of that, mm-hmm. which characters are exchangeable with dummies? Indeed, indeed. And then we'll have we have the lobotomy patient. Can I recommend theft of actors? No, kidnapping. It's called kidnapping. I, I prefer theft of actors. Sounds less sounds less felony-ish that way. I'm adding to your work list. Less. Okay. Oh. And then One we need actors? Uh, someone in the electroshock therapy room, so probably a some kind of attendant. And then I would like to have another actor actually being electrocuted, but that could be a dummy. In fact, that one's, probably, that one's probably going to be a dummy. Oh, good. That means we can light it on fire. Um, <laughs> Didn't what? Okay, so here's what I have for designing characters. We have the doctor's backstory, the doctor's costume, the porcelain doll's backstory, the porcelain doll's costume, and her makeup. We need a costume for the person who will be inside the Utica crib, so another patient. We need the lobotomy patient's costume. We need the electroshock therapy attendant's costume. And then we need the backstory for the haunt itself. I would really like to know more about that electroshock therapy attendant. What's his, what's his backstory? Oh, good, I'm getting a paycheck. <laughs> Probably. And is this, I mean, dear would God, you is rather this me? It? Would you rather me write a sadist? I mean, isn't that the whole point of the whole thing? 
I mean, really, if you get to, why are we doing this? <laughs> Just to to scare people. I mean, we're I think we're we're past that. Hey, did you die? I'm ignoring you. <laughs> we should also put that on production face. That's a pretty critical step. Die? No, oh, ignore John. <laughs> Fair enough. Dying is Fair the enough. final step. Right. Okay, this conversation is going to keep going on for a while. We're going to continue flushing out our Gantt chart, and then uh, we will post the entirety of the completed Gantt chart on our Facebook page and website and all the places where you can find us. But I don't think there's a lot of value into continuing this on. Our podcast is already somewhere around an hour right now, and we don't want to uh, continue berating the point when all we're doing is the same thing over and over again, adding tasks and and trying to flush out what it will take to complete those tasks. I do want to take a moment to say, on top of just filling out the task, the Gantt chart allows you to assign resources. So all of the people that you need in order to complete those tasks, you can put in the number of hours that it takes and the number of hours uh, that each people would be assigned to make sure that you have enough people resources assigned to the task in order to complete it before opening day. And then the last item I want to touch on just very briefly is the critical path. So most of these items we're going to be working on concurrently. So Leslie's going to be working on costuming. John's going to be working on marketing. I'm going to be working on building. All of that's happening at the exact same time. But there are some things that have to be done after certain other things are done. We can't lay out the layout until the layout is design is done on paper. We can't start building until we do the layout. We can't start dressing the set, any of it, until it's built. Those items uh, will be linked to each other in the Gantt chart so that one starts when the previous one ends. The complete path of all of those critical items that have to be completed in sequence is known as your critical path. This is the absolute shortest amount of time that it will take to build your haunt. And unless you apply significant additional resources to shorten individual parts of that, your critical path will not change. And so that is the amount of time ahead of when your haunt is going to open that you have to start your process. So pay close attention to that critical path because it will drive everything that you do. John, what do you think? Do we have enough time for a quick bit of shenanigans? All right. So I have two for you. Okay. All right. So well, give, give an intro into this section. Shenanigans. Okay. So I have to. <laughs> so, just, <laughs> so just just to give a little bit of, of levity and some humor for the listeners to get to know us and how we kind of react to things, we like to inject a little bit of nonsense and shenanigans into the podcast. So I have two completely pointless and never going to happen questions that, that we're going to ask anyway. All right, so the first one. If you were... So, you are being pulled into the last movie, cartoon, book, whatever media you... The last thing you read, watched, or saw, would you survive? As myself? Yes, you are... Ta- from this moment, you are being pulled into whatever you watch. So I know you're... Let's say you... I know oh, you're watching... Wait, the last, so the last what I watched? Movie, cartoon, TV show, whatever the case is. And I don't think this is the last one for Leslie's, but just... I know Leslie was watching Clone Wars. Um, so let, so use that as an example. You're being pulled into Clone Wars. Do you survive? Kay, I feel like you watched the children's show, so that's what you're laughing at. So, whatever the last thing you watched, you're being pulled into that universe. 
are you going to survive? So the last thing I watched, uh, we introduced our kids to Alice in Wonderland last night, like the Disney Which version, one? the you Disney version, the, like the original Which animated Disney? 1951. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, is I it love Johnny that Depp one. Version? <laughs> okay. If it's what, Johnny so, version, you're dead. Would I survive? Yes, probably I would survive. Would I maintain my mental stability while surviving? Uh, well, Lewis Carroll didn't, so I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you survive if it's the original version. If it's the new one with Johnny Depp, you're probably dead. Probably dead. I would I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what the last thing I watched was. Oh yeah. I'm probably dead. I the last thing I watched, I couldn't sleep, so I uh, at one or two in the morning I rewatched some episodes of the um, Harley Quinn show on the <laughs> DC. Streaming that service. I, I am probably Yeah, I am probably not alive given that specific episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I so no, right. probably not. Less. I think. Uh, I was watching Two Towers. We we're coming up on the Battle of Helm's Deep. I was afraid it was going to be that. Nice. <laughs> uh, but given that I'm a woman, I, they would have hidden me in the caves. Ergo, I would have survived. I had another day. Uh, there you go. Okay. So. I mean, although if we are talking literature as well, I was reading Terry Pratchett after I was watching Two Towers, so I mm-hmm. survived as well, I think. I think okay. so. I would survive on um, more pork. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, Kate, you guys are alive. I'm probably dead. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's exactly how that turned out. I feel like King Shark and I. Oh, we should totally do heads in a jar. Oh yes. Did I send you that? I saved something with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you did. Well, I took a turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking up a how-to on for a couple props that I want to start building, oh. and uh, I just stumbled <laughs> on heads in a jar. Since we're doing a question, I assumed it was a game. What the hell kind of game is this? That's creepy. The best kind. <laughs> All right. So, the the second question. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to phrase it, and. I'm getting it from another podcast I listen to, so I don't want to rip that off. So I'm going to leave it be. So you were just approached, um, or it, it isn't, the beginning is not important. You're approached by someone who can make this happen that will literally trade you $1 million for every year of life that you trade away. How many years, if any, would you trade? $1 million per year. One. Are you trading away? Wait, whose life? Yours. That's, that's yeah, the next question. Whose life am I trading? No, you if cannot pick. You, you cannot pick Festy and trade away like thirty <laughs> years of life for thirty million dollars. Because then we all pick Festy and then he dies, so we can't. We can't <laughs> right, do that. Right, right, right. We like Festy. Yes, we do. So. Yeah, I maintain one. It would be enough to uh, pay off all my outstanding debt. Sure. And then I would be in an amazing place. So. Worth it. I'm tra- the sad part is I'm trying to think of like how much I actually accomplish in a year, and actually trading like five is not all that big of a deal. Um, well, my question is: is it based on like estimated life? Like, how old are you average expected to live, or is it based sure. on expected I, I, number of? I know that you will die on X date. How many years do you want to trade? 
that they know. Well, that's don't even, exactly. I'm assuming that one. Well, yeah. they it's it is that one. I mean, assuming you live to be the average like 78, 80 years old, something like that. Huh. But you're right. Not with my family Quiet history. <laughs> Quiet you. Assuming, assuming. Like if you I mean, hell, if you're let's see, you and I are 33. If we die at 35, we're trading away, you know, nothing. So, but assuming we live to be that age, somewhere in that range. Yeah, I'm sticking with one. Less? Two. I think why I'm going to go two. Wait, wait. I want to hear the justification two. here. Why two? Are you... Oh, because I, I'm getting... pay off debt, and then I could also... <laughs> I mean, I don't have that much debt, thank God. <laughs> but... Still, yeah. Um... It's nice to have a cushion. Yeah. Call one the responsible fund and one the fuck it, let's go have fun fund. I'm mm. picturing Leslie walking into a yarn store with one million dollars and shuddering. <laughs> oh, oh, so much fun. <laughs> For what it <laughs> That was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie's probably considering trading more years now. So that was probably not a good <laughs> But I'd have to know when I would die because no, otherwise know, my, my stash would end up yeah, beyond you, life expectancy even worse. Yeah, that's cheating. You can't know so, that. Well, I that cheats cheat. the game. I always cheat. Alright, we're going to ignore Leslie for right now. Indeed, indeed. So, I I went with two years and I got a glare from my wife uh, <laughs> on that. So, it, so, is, so, like, five years? Is that good? I got more of a. I mean, so I she'll, guess she'd probably be happier. I think you're going the wrong you, direction. Apparently. I don't know. I think she would trade money for you. See, that's what I was thinking, but apparently that's not the case. Aw. I, I. That's what I was assuming. So what, like <laughs> ten years? You, you assumed wrong. <laughs> I think. I think that's the thing. After houses. <laughs> I think uh, after you know houses, like you said, paying off debts, all that good stuff. You may not even. You have a good size sum, but probably not enough to like straight retire on. Or That's okay. I don't need to retire like on it. I enjoy working. I just need enough to get out of debt, and then I'm my lazy. Income would be I think fine. I'll say two years. Yeah, I think I'll say two years. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, so I'm still gonna go with two because one year is the responsible fund, and then right. the other, the other, the second year is the for fun. Leslie has a. Like full, like semi truck back up to the house with yarn. That's what that is. Actually, I'd probably all go to sending my husband and I on a trip around the world for sixty days. Nice. You have to do it in eighty. I'm doing it in sixty. I've got my eyes, I've got my eyes on an around the world cruise. Okay, if you're gonna continue, you should mute yourself. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, should we wrap it up then? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, well, I think we have covered everything we need to cover. Anybody got anything else? Uh, we should probably do one more um, run down of where they can find us. That would probably be wise. So, if you want to, what about go, Facebook? Uh, Facebook, will you? Blah 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 blah. Blah I'm punching that. How many blahs is that? Three? No, four. Hang on. Let me. I'm pretty sure it was seven. No. Oh. Uh. I get I results for a page you do not want to go to. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Ignore that. Uh, so, but so if you want Facebook? to 
Yeah, so if you want to find out more about our podcast, about what we're doing to build the haunt this year, uh, and follow along on our progress, definitely check out our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U. Uh, you can, everything that we put on Facebook also translates to Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, John, where will they find us? Haunting, excuse me, at haunting universe one which is haunting, U-N-I-V-E-R, and then the number one. Absolutely. And if you wanted to go back and listen to any of our previous podcasts uh, to listen to the discussion of how we came to came up with our theme, came up with our backstory, identified our audience, uh, or anything about the haunting you method, Leslie, where can they find any of those? Our podcasts can be found on Podbean, iTunes, searching on Google, or pretty <laughs> much at this point, any of the podcast hosting apps and systems exactly exactly uh, so definitely go check us out subscribe uh, and it will automatically download please go take a look at our new pages uh, the sanguine creek states page uh, that's facebook.com slash sce haunt uh, or our webpage where we'll be posting a whole bunch of stuff over the coming year at www.hauntingu.com i think that covers it Yay! Woohoo! Okay, you already have your post-production scene picked out. I do, I do. So, uh, I think all that's left to say is thanks for listening. Oh, wait, wait. I wanted to say something before we said that. Um, we are yeah, Happy New Year. Covered that. No. Uh, we are definitely looking for your feedback, uh, not only on our ideas for the haunt, but also on the podcast. If there's stuff that you would like us to cover, uh, questions that you have while listening to it, please shoot us a message via Facebook, Twitter, uh, or any of our other social media platforms, and we will answer it on their next on our next podcast. Or if it's a, yeah, if it's a topic you want us to cover, we can definitely devote a little bit more time to it. If, that too. If that's that too. what you guys need. Like, what kinds of theft do you recommend? <laughs> theft in <laughs> and of itself is a very vague... It's a very vague blanket, so we can go a little the bit answer, more. The answer is none. But before this spins out of control any further than it already has, I just want to say... Uh, thanks all for listening and happy hunting. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at www.purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see our Facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode. Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U or on Twitter using the handle at haunting univer one that's haunting U-N-I-V-E-R one. Be sure to check out our new page on Podbean at www.hauntingyou.podbean.com. People are exhausting.